Hi, this is Sarit Schwetzer, and welcome to the It Is Taught podcast, a podcast devoted to the teachings of Rabbi Schneir Zalman of Liadi, as recorded in his most famous work, the Tanya. My hope for this show is to make these teachings accessible and relatable to the average person, regardless of prior Jewish education or affiliation. The episodes follow the prescribed daily study portions and are meant to serve as practical lessons in how to live your life as your true self and develop an authentic and powerful relationship with your Creator. I have personally experienced the effects the study of this work has had on me, and I'm excited to share what I can of this knowledge with you. So please join me on this journey of learning, self-growth, and connection with your source. Hi, and welcome to the It Is Top podcast. This is episode 506 for the 21st of Nissan in a regular year. This is the episode for Shri Shil Pesach, which is a Yom Tov. So I am pre-recording this episode before the holiday, and I hope that you are all having a wonderful Pesach so far. So if you have any children, or if you have ever been around children, then you most likely have become aware of the phenomenon that children often assert that they want certain things that are really not good for them, and that if they knew better, they wouldn't want them at all, and that deep down they actually don't want them at all, and that's why it's good to have parents. That's why it's good to have adults in the room, right? So children often will ask for too much candy, and then if they actually, if we gave them all the candy that they want, they'd end up feeling sick, or they want to stay up till all hours of the night, and uh, only then to the next day, then they're just going to be a mess because they didn't get enough sleep if we didn't force them to have their bedtime. And the truth is, this doesn't obviously apply to children. Maybe many of you are already thinking that, that, hey, no, wait, that's not only children, that's me as well. Maybe you overeat to the point of feeling nauseous and sick and really regretting that decision. Maybe you stay up all night watching YouTube videos and then wake up the next day feeling really gross and disgusting. And yeah, I mean, this is all, this is something, this is basic struggle of life is that we, you know, we go through life and in the moment we feel like that we want something when truly that's not our actual desire. So it's a funny thing being human is that we have these desires, these impulses, and in the moment, it feels very real that this is really what we want. But the truth is, desire has many layers to it. And we have many layers to ourselves, too. We have different parts of ourselves. So we spoke about the animal soul, the godly soul, you know, and different levels of consciousness that we have of each at different times. So um, what we've been discussing in this chapter, um, we started speaking about this yesterday, is we're in the middle of chapter 41 of Likotel Marim is this idea of really cultivating uh, an intention in serving God um, towards uniting our souls with the source of all the souls and ultimately uniting the source of all, all Jewish souls with their source in God. So this is a very lofty meditation. This is a very intense thing to, you know, if you think about it, that it's like that when you're, you know, it's, it's, it's isn't it enough to even just ask us to do the mitzvahs? Not only do we do, need to do the mitzvahs and learn Torah, uh, and not only should we just be trying to have some kind of like spiritual feeling while we're doing it, but ultimately the feeling, the intention that, that the Alter Rebbe is asking of us is that we should have this intention of not just uniting our own personal soul with God with like a godly kind of enlightened feeling, but we should actually be trying to 
uh, have our our very soul return to its source in the source of all Jewish souls, and ultimately to have the source of all Jewish souls unite with God Himself. So, after learning all of this, um, you know, it might feel very intense. This might feel like a very intense thing and kind of not so attainable. Like how many of us can personally say that the last time you lit Shabbos candles, the last time you put on tefillin, the last time you ate a kosher burger, this is what you were thinking. And, you know, and you were thinking to yourself and you were really truly connected with the idea that you're connecting your soul with the source of all souls and you're connecting with God. So um, if, if we're not really consciously feeling this, is it all for naught? Should we just give up? Pretty recently, we had a different episode on here um, entitled, What If I'm a Hypocrite? And we addressed that there. And it's going to be a similar kind of thing today, where we're going to talk about the idea that even if you don't consciously, you know, walk around with this sense, this intention of uniting your soul and the source of all Jewish souls with its source, then deep down, and maybe not so deep down for some of you, there, there's a, there's at least an aspect of your soul that is connected to this intention that does really want this. Because innately, this is something that was given to us as an inheritance, as a gift. It's just part of our Jewish DNA. Innately, we want to do the will of God. This is our innate love of God. It's not something we even need to work on. We've spoken about, and we're going to keep talking about this idea throughout the Tanya. It's a recurring theme about how there's love and fear of God that we need to work for, that we need to cultivate. But then there's a certain love and fear of God that's just innate. That's just who we are. And so this innate love love of God that we have wants to do God's will and wants God to be happy. And so what is God's will? God's will is to have the souls, all Jewish souls be united and unite with their source in God. So it's sort of like the ultra is kind of telling us it's okay. If you don't feel this consciously, it's all right. Ultimately, that love that you have, that that intention towards this higher purpose is there. And, you know, sometimes just being aware that this sensation, this feeling is there within you can kind of wake you up and kind of wake it up within you. Just like if you kind of have this like awakening moment, like I know I'll have this experience sometimes if let's say I wake up in the morning and then I don't, I haven't eaten until like early afternoon and then I start to get really, really, really hungry and I immediately crave chocolate or carbs or, you know, something sweet, something along those lines that give going to give me this boost of energy. Um, so sometimes I'll give into it and then I won't feel so great afterwards, depending on how, <laughs> how carby, how sweet it is, the thing that I ate. And sometimes I'll stop myself and, and I'll have like kind of like this conversation with myself and I'll say like, okay, I know that you're craving this chocolate right now, but you know, if you eat the protein, if you eat a good omelet, you'll probably end up feeling a lot better mentally and physically. And that's probably what your body really wants. And sometimes that voice actually wins. And so then I'll go and instead of eating the chocolate, I'll actually go and make an omelet for myself uh, or a hard boiled egg or something along those lines. And lo and behold, that's actually what my body really wanted. So it's good sometimes to become aware of the facts that what we think we want and what we really want are not always the same thing. And uh, and so it's it's good to kind of cultivate the, the awareness of our true desires, which are actually a lot holier sometimes than we might realize that they are. So with that being said, let's get into the text. And uh, and once again, we're in the middle of chapter 41 of Likutamarim. So the altar rabbit begins by telling us that nevertheless, in order for this intention to be true and authentic in one's heart, meaning that their heart that their heart really desires truly and authentically for this supernal unity, 
there needs to be a great love for, of God in their heart for only God in an exclusive way to be to uh, do nachas like to to bring great pleasure to Him only to God and not for the sake of themselves not like there should not be any selfish motive here at all and now here the altar of cites ram mehemna to explain this idea the level of the love that a person needs to have in order to be at this level is that it needs to be like and this is fr taken from chapter 10 of ram mehemna where it says that he needs to be like a son who strives for the sake of his father and mother whom he loves more than his own body and soul so the altar rabbi here is really emphasizing the deep love that a person needs to cultivate in order to be at this level of having this intention of really coming to this place of unity with God. So this is addressing, so just to bring it back to the intro of bring it together and explain this a little bit better. This is addressing the fundamental resistance that a person might have to this idea where this all sounds nice and good that we want to unite with God. We want to make our intention be towards uniting with God and uniting our souls with the collectivity of all souls and everything. But the altar is saying that in order to really do this authentically and have this authentic type of intention, it's, it, it's not so simple. It's, it requires a really great deal of love towards God and not just like a great deal of love towards God, but an exclusive love of God where it's like we only love God. We don't love anything else and we love God more than we love ourselves. So it's a really selfless kind of love and it's likened to where a son really loves their parents more than they love themselves. And so the basic question that can come up here is that if we're honest with ourselves, how many of us really have this level of love? How many of us can truly say that we love God more than we love ourselves? Like this sounds nice in theory, but this isn't practically the truth. And so the altar is addressing this reality. And he says that nevertheless, while this may not be consciously how we feel, every person should nevertheless habituate themselves to have this intention. Because even if it's not truly true, it's not authentic, truly authentic in your heart that you really desire this with your entire the entirety of your heart nevertheless there is a small measure of this desire within your heart because why because we've already talked about this idea that every single one of us has innately in our heart and every single jew we innately have a love in our heart for god to do everything that god wants to do anything that that is the desire of the supernal will and and this unity is God's will this so this is part of God's God's will. meaning to say this unity that happens in the world of Atsilos which is in this the highest world that we've discussed previously that happens through this arousal from below through the uniting of our godly souls and it becoming subsumed and encompassed in the light of God that is vested within the Torah and mitzvahs that a person is involved in and that they should become really, really one, like really united as we talked about before, because through this, the, we are able to unite also the source of the Torah and mitzvahs, which is God with the source of his godly soul, of a person's godly soul, which is called the Shekhinah. The Shekhinah again is the source of all of our souls which are in the categories of Mamali Kalamin fills all the worlds and Sovev Kalamin transcends all the worlds as is explained deeper at length um, in another place. So the altar rabbit doesn't really get into this too much, but uh, but he just mentions these two terms, Sovev Kalamin and Mamali Kalamin transcends all the worlds and fills all the worlds and how this relates to this idea of this unity that we're trying to achieve. So, to take a breather here for a moment, what the Altar Rabbi basically is teaching us is that, first of all, the goal is to set our intention on 
achieving this level of unity with our souls, with the collective souls of all Jews, which is ultimately the Shekhinah, the divine indwelling, which ultimately will unite with God himself. However, the altar of it acknowledges the true reality, the harsh reality, which that is that this level of intention, of having this type of intention, a prerequisite for this is to have such a sense of deep and overwhelming love of God where a person loves God more than they love themselves, where they only love God. It's a monogamous type of love of God, exclusive love of God. And how many of us can truly say with true truth that this is our reality? This is not the human condition, and this is not really how we live. And the ultra acknowledges this, and he says, that's okay. And he says, nevertheless, we should still habituate ourselves to have this kind of intention. Why? Because deep down in truth, every single one of us has a godly soul that's embedded inside of our hearts. And this gives us a sense of innate love of God that we are born with at birth. So we actually do have this. And we actually do ultimately, our true desire is to do the will of God. And part of God's will, part of God's supernal will is to have this unity, is to have all these levels connect our souls with the collectivity of all Jewish souls with the divine indwelling with God himself. So since this is ultimately God's will, and since ultimately every Jew wants to deep down perform God's will, this is ultimately our will. So when the more we habituate ourselves to have this intention, this will get us more in tune to this will. And it is, there is something authentic to it, even if it might not feel a hundred percent authentic on every level. So that's the end of the section for today, and we will continue along these lines tomorrow, and I will speak to you then. Thanks for listening to the It Is Top podcast, hosted by Sarit Switzer. This podcast is dedicated in loving memory of my maternal grandfather, Abraham Yitzhak ben Binyamin Cohen of Blessed Memory. Music by Shoshana. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the show, please share it with others and subscribe on YouTube, Apple iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And make sure to leave us a five-star review. To find out more about the It Is Top project, including more information on my soon-to-be-published book, please visit our website, itistaught.com. To catch the latest from me, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Looking forward to speaking with you tomorrow, and until then, have a great day.